Welcome back to the Running Deep Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about parenting adult children. Take a listen. All right, so today we have Aaron and Lauren with us on the Running Deep Podcast, and I'm so excited about this podcast for many reasons. I've known Aaron and Lauren for several years, what, six years probably. Um, I think we met through a Christmas production (laughs) back in the day, Um, but we put the question out on the Titus 2 Candeo Women's Facebook page. What do you want to hear on the Running Deep podcast? And someone threw out the idea of what does it look like to parent adult children? And I thought, what a great topic. Mm-hmm. And I instantly thought of Aaron and Lauren um, for a couple reasons. One, because I just um, have delighted in seeing your relationship mm-hmm. over the years and how it's grown. And also because you are actually part of three generations at Kansas. Yes, we are. Because your yeah. parents also go here. Yeah. So introduce mm-hmm. yourselves and tell us a little bit about yourselves. So I'm Erin Weimer. Um, I have been married to Jim for 27 years. We have three children two adult children. Um, Lauren is 22 and married to Jordan. Um, Trey is 19, just graduated from high school last year and is transitioning into that adult college world. And then we have Eli, um, who is in eighth grade and it's pretty much the mascot of our family. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, we've Grown up and lived here all of our lives. Um, I've been blessed with both sets of parents living in the community. So um, Jim's parents are about 15 minutes from us. My parents are 15 minutes from us. And I don't take that for granted. I mm-hmm. realize that that's a huge blessing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that's a little bit about that's me. Great. And Lauren? Yeah. Uh, my name's Lauren. I'm 22. I have been married to uh, my husband, Jordan, for about two years now. Um, Is that crazy? Two I know. Years? It goes wow. so fast. Okay. <laughs> um, we also live in Cedar Falls and decided to stay here. Jordan is from a couple hours away, but we've made our home in Cedar Falls and at Candeo Church, which is fun. Um, we both met in the salt company, which is really, really fun. So Candeo is a big part of our story. Yeah. Um, yeah, we have a dog that we love. And then it's just the three of us, and nice. we're redoing our house, and it's super fun. So we're in a fun stage. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and your parents also go here. Yes. So what does that look like coming to church as a family? Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Um, I feel so thankful. It's funny. Sometimes when I see them, I think, oh, I should just sit in the pew with them. I know we don't have pews, but chairs. <laughs> yeah. Because, um, you know, that's what you do. And it's just neat that all of us can connect even on a Sunday morning. Um, My mom and dad are big prayer warriors, so it's kind of nice even for the kids. They'll stop them, and Mm -hmm. Eli knows to grab a dollar from Grandpa and get a donut, Mm -hmm. and (laughs) it's just really fun that we get to worship together, even if we're um, not sitting in the pews. Like during this COVID time, it's been nice that we can all listen together and Mm -hmm. even converse about it throughout the week. So I love it. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so the topic at hand is parenting adult children. What has been a scripture or a passage for you, Erin, as you have parented your children that you've held on to? Um, I feel like this seems like the 
obvious scripture, but it's such a good one that I just go back to it often. And it's Proverbs 3, 5 through 7. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your path. Be not wise in your own eyes, fear the Lord and turn away from evil. And probably what helps me the most in that or us is not leaning on our own understanding. It seems like there's a lot of things in parenting that you can go rogue on and Mm -hmm. because it's not a clear cut decision. And I just feel like when we're rooted in the Bible, then we can trust in what God's doing and he is providing the wisdom that we need for every given season. So, yeah, I love how you use the word season because it is Mm -hmm. different seasons in parenting you might be more fearful about something Mm -hmm. about your children, or I have no idea how to parent through this issue. Um, So that is a great verse and one to, for any season, Mm -hmm. if someone's parenting a little baby to trust the Lord, yeah, (laughs) go, okay, God. Um, So what has that looked like now today to trust the Lord with your adult children? That's an interesting question, Sarah, because it has been, a huge transition. Mm -hmm. Um, I know your goal through parenting is to raise children that are ready and rooted and capable and ready to fly. And um, I feel like I needed to prepare my heart too, to be ready to let them fly. And Lauren got the brunt being the first child. She got all of our practices (laughs) at the beginning and now all of our practicing stages in this too. Mm. Um, Just, I feel like I've learned my open hand has to continue to be opened, that God loves each of them more than I can, which Mm. is oftentimes hard to understand. And um, I think when they become adults, you see them making choices that maybe you wouldn't choose for them, Mm. but you need to trust that God uses every instance in their life, every circumstance to make them who they are. And I have grown a lot through my mistakes or my mishaps, and I can see little things that I could maybe manipulate in their life, but it's not fair to manipulate that because I don't know what God's going to use that for. Um, so like trying to keep them from hurt or yes, harm? Is that what you're saying? definitely keeping yeah. them from hurt. I would. I mean, who wants to watch their child suffer? Right, <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, it's just keeping the open hand policy is one of the things that I often have to remind myself, especially at night when I go to sleep and I'm praying through different things for them, I just think, okay, you love them more than me, and you know what's going to happen and how this will bring good, and just trusting that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Lauren, we're going to get to you in a minute, Mm -hmm. but I do wonder, I'm a mom of young children, how has it looked, or is there a difference with an adult child who's married and an adult child who's in college? Speak to that a little bit. And what, how, how is that? How does that look in your life? That is a great question. Um, I've been blessed with Jordan as my son-in-law, and I feel like he kind of helped walk me through this process too, <laughs> okay. um, which sounds funny, but I just needed him to remind me, like, I'm not taking Lauren from you. Yeah. Lauren and I's relationship is of a husband and wife. Lauren will always need her mom. Mm-hmm. And it was just good for him to remind me um, And I feel like we've really, the year, or I shouldn't say year, the couple months that they were engaged were a little hard for me. I didn't know what the future looked like, so it was a challenge. Mm -hmm. But um, God just was so faithful, and he evolved our relationship to friendship. And Mm -hmm. 
if they come to us and ask us a question, then Jim and I feel like we can give some of our opinions or our thoughts. But generally, we try to let them make their decisions and just pray that they'll make um, wise decisions and that they will work through it as a couple and stuff. Mm. So now, you're saying when she got married, it was it changed more so from like, I'm parenting. your mom, I'm parenting you, mm-hmm. to I'm your friend, and you, if you need any advice or anything, come to me and seek that out. Yes, okay. absolutely. And I would say now with Trey, I wrote, realized he is 19. He is in his first semester of college, and he wants to adult, Yeah, which we are in favor of him doing. But at the same time, he lives under our roof. So we feel like mm-hmm. there's opportunity still for us to say, Although we, you are an adult, because mm-hmm. you live within our roof, we have some things that you know we feel like we can speak into more so maybe yep. than if you were living in a dorm yeah. or living on your own. Um, and we have been very blessed with children that are um, not argumentative about that and willing to listen to us. So that's mm-hmm. been a real huge blessing. Mm. That's a wise uh, way to put it of if you're in our home, mm-hmm. then it's kind of like saying, okay, I am going to give myself to your authority because I'm still living with you. Mm-hmm. But if you're outside my home and living on your own, there's a little bit more freedom or mm-hmm. less say that you might have over what he does or the decisions he makes. Absolutely. He is he is able to come and go as he pleases, but there is a respect a respect component of mm-hmm. I will be home for supper, you know, mm-hmm. or I will be bringing three friends home for supper <laughs> or, you know, things like that so that we can be prepared yeah. to or say, you know what, mom's not feeling good. Dad's had a dizzy day. We can't do that tonight, yes. you know. So just yeah. being kind of learning a courteous way to go through this next level and try to respect each other for their ages and stages and yeah. seasons, yeah. Um, but realizing that ultimately we have the authority since you live in our home. Yeah. For sure. Lauren, what does it look like for you on the other side as being mm. her child watching just for you to be in her home and now outside her home? How does that look like for mm-hmm. you? What have you appreciated about your mom? Um, well, I now looking back at when I was living at home, but in college, I see some immaturity within myself um, of just do. ways that I could have yeah, respected more. But um, I would just say coming to the realization that my parents are probably, other than Jordan, are the two people in my life that most want to see me succeed. Mm-hmm. And really, like thinking through some of the questions you prompted us with, I'm like, what truer way to see the gospel of the sense that they can see things that I can't because of their maturity and life experience mm-hmm. that they are giving me direction and that they want to keep me from. Um, and that changed my whole perspective on just my relationship with them younger. But also I see that even more so now of like my mom was totally like she experienced college. She experienced the first couple of years of being married. Like I want to learn from that experience um, instead of, yeah, trying to chart my own path. And, and not that there isn't a, a way that you're charting your own path, but also still being like my mom is so for me. Like, what can I learn from that? What can I appreciate about that? What can I do to also give back in that relationship instead of just taking? Um, yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know if that answers, but. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and isn't it funny how when you get to a certain age, you look back and you're like, oh, my parents did know a lot more than oh. I thought. <laughs> and I just like appreciate even just like, wow, my mom just made great meals every day. Yeah. <laughs> like now I'm doing that. And I'm like, oh, I just love like, you just see so much yes. of like how my mom literally put us first. And Can so you repeat decisions. that I made great meals every day? Yeah. <laughs> Hear that? Cooking is not my strong suit. <laughs> That's, that's yeah, funny. I think there's just a level of appreciation once you mature. And I yeah. think, yeah, a lot of me and my peers are now just like, wow, our parents did so much. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Do you come to your parents a lot sometimes? Like how, how mm-hmm. often do you go to your parents still for advice? Um, and how has that looked with being married and you want to leave and cleave like the Bible talks, but also knowing that, like you're saying, your parents are wise and you Mm -hmm. can go to them for advice. Yeah. Um, I would say, I don't know if this has even really been super intentional on our behalf, but Jordan and I just kind of make sure that we're on the same page. Mm -hmm. But then the first couple that we're going to go to in our life is my parents to ask and just say, here's kind of what we're praying and wrestling through. Here's where we're landing. Mm-hmm. I just want to hear like your thoughts. Yeah. What, what do you see in this that we don't see that kind of thing? Yep. And that I think is really helpful in the sense that it's still a decision that we have prayed through and made together, mm-hmm. but then we're kind of taking it that step further of like, okay, you know us better than most people. You're not going to have other motivations and your advice for us. you just want to see us succeed. So tell us kind of what you see in this. Yeah. So one uh, phrase that we use often just talking to salt company students when they're they're kind of like Trey where it's like I I feel like I'm kind of half in half out Mm -hmm. in my relationship with my parents as far as their authority in my life Mm -hmm. and sometimes they'll come and they'll say hey I let's use going on a a trip overseas Mm -hmm. Sometimes if their parents aren't believers, or if they are, the parents might not be in favor of that. And they really think that it is the Lord's will for them to go, and they desire to do that. So sometimes we'll talk through, okay, when you're an adult, you're more so asking for your parents' wisdom and blessing Mm -hmm. on decisions that you're making rather than permission. Mm -hmm. So if you're a parent, now I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to have to eat that someday. <laughs> yes, you will. <laughs> and if if Naomi or Judah comes to me and they're like, hey, I think, you know, I should do this, I'm going to have to go, okay, if I think, if I look at it with an open hand like you're mm-hmm. saying mm-hmm. and go, there is nothing in the Bible that is saying this is morally wrong, mm-hmm. then I, I should give them the blessing and say, yeah, here's just a few words of wisdom maybe to Mm -hmm. take with you along the way. Um, But more so, like you're saying, being the friend and advisor rather than like, I'm the parent now Mm -hmm. and you need to ask me permission (laughs) for every decision. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So what's something that you would encourage other moms as they're listening? Maybe someone, I'm thinking someone who maybe has an 18-year-old who just left for college. So this is their first go of it. What would you say to them? Wow. Um, so I'm not an expert. I have two children that have reached that plateau in life. Um, 
there's several things. I feel like my um, my time growing up with them in our home was very purposeful. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like at that stage, I'm kind of just praying a lot because I feel like when you leave the home, it's a time where you're kind of deciding for sure whether you believe what your parents have told you. You're being influenced by a lot of mm-hmm. things. So I spend an enormous amount of time in prayer. I also really encouraged both Trey and Lauren to tell us their interests, tell us their friends, have their friends in our home. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to know how you're enjoying your job, or I want to know some of your friends. I want to be involved in your life. So I feel like always praying, being involved in their life. And one policy we've also always tried to have in our home is you can tell us anything. And even if it's hard to hear, we will try to respond well because, like Lauren said, I've tried to tell my kids over and over again, we are your biggest cheerleaders in life. Like, there's a lot of cheerleading going on. There's not a lot that would uh, break my heart more than to watch you walk away from the Lord or things Mm -hmm. like that. So we just want to always encourage them with the Bible and, and cheer them on and be involved in their life and love them but pray like crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And I think it's nice to find other women in a season with you. Mm-hmm. I always try to find a couple that's in a season ahead of us Yeah. to kind of just look up to and watch how they've done. Um, that's really helpful to see, okay, they've transitioned to empty nest and they're doing great. They're, you know, so it's mm-hmm. just kind of fun to look ahead. Yeah. So. Lauren, how would you say... You've obviously got an amazing mom, mm-hmm. but I've also heard in just our interactions how much your grandma has influenced mm-hmm. you. Uh, and I, I just want you to share a little bit about that so that if there's a grandma listening to this yeah. podcast, maybe some ideas for her. Yeah. Um, well, I would really say the two most influential women in my life and probably just people in general have been my grandma and my mom to just shape me into the woman I am today and where I'm at as far as what I believe about God and what I believe is true, which is really, really cool. Um, I would say my grandma was just always available Mm -hmm. and is super, and we've talked about this, my mom and I were talking about this a couple days ago, of just like meeting us in the season that we're in. Mm -hmm. And so (laughs) like right now she has no, like she does not know anything about business, but because I have my own business, She's trying so hard to learn how to talk business with me (laughs) so that, like, we have something that she knows I'm passionate about that she can just enter into. Um, So I would just say, like, being available, entering into there. I mean, she also just kind of made the basis of that there, which at first, it's kind of shifted over time, the older Mm. we've gotten, but just that there isn't anything that we can't talk about. Mm. Um. And just even being open and vulnerable if, like, she's having a rough time. Like, mm-hmm. I I think I got to enjoy her as my grandma, but then just as a genuine person who's just sharing what's going on in her life. And so it feels like a friendship as well of not just this authority, although she is, but also just someone who I also can share with in my walk with Jesus and mm-hmm. pray for each other and that kind of thing. So can I uh, add in yeah. on that? Um the blessing of having my parents here in town, too, was when Lauren was struggling with something and maybe we would give her advice, she would want to 
make sure it's solid advice. And so she would sometimes <laughs> go to grandma. And nothing comforted me more than knowing that they were going to go to grandma. I've Oftentimes, when my kids were able to drive, they'd, I'd be like, where are you headed? And they're I'm going to grandma's. Like, oh, I just need I'm to getting talk a to... second opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I just need to talk to someone else that I know is equally invested, equally praying, equally loves me. And yeah. um, what a blessing. Like I thought, man, if we're missing out things, I know that they're picking up the extra. Mm-hmm. And I think oftentimes mm-hmm. of when our kids leave, what a ministry, you know, empty nesters can have in the yes. lives of kids. Mm-hmm. And especially in Candeo, I think of all these college kids that... Maybe they didn't have a great relationship with their parents or grandparents, but they're looking for a figure, you know, to love them well in the season that they're in. And what a neat opportunity to learn and listen from someone that has lived a lifetime of praying and trusting in the Lord. And it's going to be a neat season, I think. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you for bringing that up because that is a unique thing about our church that maybe maybe you're an empty nester and your children are miles away. I I don't know, but there is still opportunity to pour into young adults mm-hmm. who need the wisdom, yeah, mm-hmm. who need the advice, who need a home mm-hmm. to just come and jump on the couch and just eat some good home mm-hmm. home cooked meals and um yeah, just I love that you said that because people feel so loved in homes Mm -hmm. and so if you are listening and you're an empty nester and would love to open your home there is a lot of students that I know Mm -hmm. that would love that well and what a way for both of them to learn from what you one another um and you know sometimes I think as empty nesters you think your time is done or you've done your job or Mm. and I feel like those those years after that are so rich with wisdom and I love to hear the stories and I, I just think we're missing out without pulling them in and Mm -hmm. what a neat opportunity. Yeah, for sure. Is there anything else that either one of you would like to share on this topic? I just wanted to say one other thing is parenting is so individual. So Mm -hmm. just what works for Lauren, we have to re pray and re uh, talk through what will work with Trey. Yeah. And then again with Eli, yeah. um, there's not a guarantee that one size fits all. And I think in motherhood, it's hard because we all desire our children to love the Lord and walk faithfully with him. And, you know, sometimes things don't go exactly the same, maybe because we're parenting the same or doing whatever. But I just encourage you that you were born to your mother and my mm-hmm. daughter and son are son are born to me and that means that God instilled in me things that I would know more about them and maybe be better equipped to parent them so just really reach in deep pray often and mm. trust that God gave you the children that you're supposed to have but parent them in the way that they can understand yeah how about you Lauren um I was gonna say the thing that has been most impactful about how you guys have parented us and especially now into adulthood as well was probably just your vulnerability Mm. of like I can still vividly remember the first time my mom apologized to me Mm. and it was we were fighting over which outfit I should wear (laughs) and she said I shouldn't have fought you that is not the mountain to die on (laughs) and just the impact that hearing my mom apologize and just share even 
just stories of when she was at my age and the mistakes that she made has made just our relationship so much closer of like, oh yeah, my mom totally remembers how it is to be 22 and mm. newly married. And um, she's just as much human. And that's a really sweet thing that you can share in. And yeah, just the example you set in apologizing and being quick to to be real and authentic. Mm. I think that's carried into my life now. So yeah. Thanks, yeah. Thanks so much for uh, coming on to the podcast. And I think one big takeaway for me is just the encouragement to continue to pray for your children. Pray, mm-hmm. pray, pray, because mm-hmm. God knows and he is our good heavenly father mm-hmm. and he loves our children more than mm-hmm. we could ever love them, which is impossible to think. <laughs> it is. Um, so thank you again. Thank you.